Okay, welcome to episode 82 of the Never Iron Anything Comics Review Show. Uh, my name's Tony. This week we've got the return of the Don. Um, comics historian, blogger, and my buddy, it's only Richard Sheaf. How you doing, man? You alright? Uh, very well, Tony. You alright? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I've been uh, burdening you with my uh, mystery. Someone sent me a quite an expensive comic today. And, That's what I hear. Uh, yeah, so I've been... Uh, I've just spent. I've only only got it about an hour ago, so I'm still in the, the early stages of the investigation. But there's, this, <laughs> there's a certain buddy of ours who we we we, we both strongly suggest him, suspect that it might be him, but we'll see. Even, even without a badger detective to help us, exactly. We we we, 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 we both pinned it on, on this individual already, and it's just it's only a matter of time before yeah before he coughs. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly. Good. I don't. I don't think we'll adopt some of the interrogation techniques that uh, Badger <laughs> uses, but we'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, how's your reading? One thing I've been asking people is, how's your reading habits during lockdown, man? Are you finding you're reading more or less? What are you finding? Uh, I'm finding. Well, I used to when I used to go to work. I mean, I've still got a job, but I don't go on the train anymore. I, you know, I used to read a lot of fiction. You know, just sort of small, you know, paperbacks, you know, sort of thing. You can just yeah. sort of stuff in your pocket, read for ten minutes on the train jump off the train wait for another train read it for five you know yeah, yeah nothing yeah. too serious um and that meant that you know i'd sort of be buying comics but then they would just sort of be you know piling up while i was at home yeah. so now i work from home uh the amount of fiction i read has fallen off a cliff uh okay. but um the amount of comics i read to try and sort of clear that backlog because now i sort of see it a bit more you know every day <laughs> yeah. staring at me with oh my god you still haven't read me all right okay i better read that guilty um, you yeah exactly you really guilty me into i'm you know i've bought that i paid good money for it you know i, I should at least read it once yeah. um so yeah I've, I've i've really tried to clear the decks of you know, you know, big chunky books that that I've bought. Anything, or just, anything guess, you wanted to? That not 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 mentioning this one yet, but anything else that you've no. read? Um, uh, I read a big chunky book, other book by this creator. Um, oh, okay, definitely that. Um, uh, so it was just more, you know, just a sort of volume of, um, you know, of, of stuff that I had, you know, individual issues, or or I've gone out and sort of, you know, found missing issues, so then yeah. I can say right. You know, I'd carefully sort of, I've got issue one of that, issue three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You know, I bought all of them, but I just... I can't read I, them until know. I've got issue two. It's like that, exactly, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then eventually I went out and right, right, I'm, I sat at home now, I'm going to buy issue two, and then I'm going to go, right, and now I can read um, the whole the whole lot of them. Um, and yeah, you know, I did get to a point, you know, not so, you know, a few weeks ago, where I thought, oh, you know, I'm down to, got a couple of really big volumes of um, uh, Sexton Blake, you know, text oh, okay. Like the You're the detective, detective sort of, yeah. 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 Sort of, you know, so text, but, you know, so text rather than, you know, illustration. I've got a couple of really big books of those, and I was almost down to, or, you know, it's it's that and nothing else. And I'm sort of thinking, well, it's quite a lot of text, not a lot of comics in there, you know. And, and then, you know, then, you know, a few things turn up on eBay, and you think, oh, I'll just, I'll just get one of those, just get one of those, just get one of those. And before <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm like, hang on, hang on, I've got, you know, a big part of stuff that needs reading and you know sexton blake is back at the bottom of the pile you know not to be i've been hammering Christmas. ebay man i've been yeah. terrible i'm a terrible ebayer at the moment yeah everything I've, I've just bought i don't i just i look at things in the morning you know and you, you look at your emails yeah. in the morning and it says paypal has paid for this i'm thinking oh my god why did i do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah i think it's just you know it's just in some ways you know it's just like 
a great opportunity to you know for some of those series where you've picked up odd issues as you've gone along sort of in a yeah. bookshop or a charity shop you think, oh look there's issue three of that for 50p i'll have that yeah i think uh, the thing is do always... we need do we need to get ourselves out of that mindset i think it because if it was when we were kids the likelihood of us finding issue three with the one we were missing is was pretty slim we'd have read them anyway yeah. wouldn't we you know yeah exactly so you just gone all right something happened i don't know what but you know what uh, I've sorted the plot out enough in my head that you know they're all still alive. Yeah, if we'd know, have missed that episode on. of Doctor Who, we'd have done the same. We would have continued yeah. watching Doctor Who, probably. You know, that's the, yeah. the way. I was no, so, somehow we're more puritanical about it. But no, <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah. possibly read it until, I, until I've got that. So yeah, okay, um, yeah. yeah. No, so, I'm totally in. No, I'm totally in step okay. with you, man. And I know, um, I know some Sarah Harris, for example, will not read anything unless she's mm. read or the whole thing. You know, she's yeah. like solidly in that, and I think we're all getting that way a bit, aren't we? We're all com- yeah. we're all completists, aren't we? Because we're all collectors, I suppose. Is the, yeah, uh, the mindset. Okay, yeah, it's, def- it's definitely that, and there's definitely some things where I think, oh, maybe now is a good time to actually, you know, see if I can find that. I've got so many searches for things set up on eBay. I just spend my life <laughs> deleting e- e- emails from eBay saying, "What about this?" And you go, "No, I've got all those. No, I've got all those." Because some of the things I want are very obscure very specific things so yeah i get you yeah uh, you know it's like I, you know i can't be looking for it every day I d- i'm quite happy to delete an email about it every day arriving from ebay you know knowing that in several years time that one comic that i want will arrive and like there we go yeah done, and then yeah. you go oh shit it's 60 quid right fuck that i'm not well i'm not paying that <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah oh yeah. no when it turns out i've waited years for this email it turns up and you go oh it's a bit expensive. Yeah, I know. Yeah. The thing is, it's weird as well, because I look at things and I think, well, that's, that's like eight quid. I'm not paying that. And I think if I was in a shop, I would pick that up for, for 18 quid. Yeah. Because you know, you're looking at it on eBay in the while you're in the bath or something. You yeah. Know? The, uh, funny enough, I bought a load of, uh, you've heard the story, but I bought a load of postcards to send out as wind-ups to people. And uh, all I get now are emails from um, eBay every morning. Oh, there's some more postcards for sale. <laughs> I don't know what any more postcards and minibuses that I bought from you. <laughs> there are a lot of postcards for sale on eBay. They could be sending you emails for a long time about that. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, our number one suspect has just texted me saying, should I phone my brief? There you go. That's good. <laughs> We've got him on the ropes. <laughs> nearly forced a confession out of him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Speaking of forcing confessions, because there is a there is quite a significant forcing of a confession in this book. And um, what have you chosen for us to read this week, Rich? Uh, so I've chosen uh, a book about a badger. Good. Not your favourite comic in the world, uh, which is, as I understand it, called Badger. <laughs> yeah. Not Steve Sims' Battling Badgers, yeah. which which I've gone to recently after after Very he appeared good. on. Uh, yeah. Damien's uh, podcast, with, yeah. and uh, I love that. I went out and bought the series, and they're fantastic. Yep. No, this is the, the third greatest badger in comics. Uh, this is uh, Grandville, or Grandville, uh, uh, if you're an uh, art right. uh, <laughs> by Brian, by, 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 uh, by Brian Talbot. Exactly, yeah. So we're just talking about the first one, which is um, t- just, self, just self-named, isn't it? Granville, Grandville, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, by Brian Talbot. There, there are, are there five of these now, I think. There are five, yeah. So when I suggested this, I thought, oh yeah, I've got more on my shelf. You know, I'll just reread the first one. So I reread the first one, and I thought, oh, yeah, I should, you know, I've wet my whistle there a bit with Brian Tall, but maybe I'll, you know, I'll go and read one bad rat or something. And then yeah. I thought, uh, no, I might just read another Granville. And then I read that, I thought, 
no, I might read another one. And so I read all five. <laughs> <laughs> and I finished the last one about two minutes before we started talking. I was thinking, oh, right. I was going, oh no, it was like 16 pages to go and 12 minutes before I got to speak to Tony. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice one. Good. Now, I've, I only own the yeah. first two of these, which were gifts to me yeah. from uh, my buddy Dave. Shout out to Dave. Um, so they are, the first one is Granville. Second one, Granville yeah. Monomore. Uh, third yeah. one, Granville Bet Noir. Fourth one, yeah. Granville Noel. And five yeah. is Granville Force Majeure. Um, yeah. Now they're not, as I understand it, not on Comicsology, um, but they are. I think they're looking to put a collection of them out on Comicsology at some point. Um, they are. Well, what, how would you describe it format-wise, Rich? Uh, so, well, they all on the front of them. They all say. I mean, they're very, they're very beautifully designed. You yeah. know, they are part of that sort of that. Uh, you call it the sort of the book beautiful idea you know the idea that you know that you know if you design a very beautiful book then people will want to buy yeah that it's book, a piece you know, of art itself thinking. isn't it yeah, yeah yeah exactly you know it's a beautiful object yeah uh, so on all these beautiful objects so they say on them in front of them a detective inspector lebrock of scotland yard scientific romance thriller yeah. uh, <laughs> which, which, which some which sums them up uh, rather neatly so they're all you know yeah. uh, about 100 pages long uh a four full colour throughout uh, and they tell the story um, of this detective inspector, LeBrock, so, you know, LeBrock, you know, a badger. Um, and is it Andre a, LeBrock? Oh, no, what's his first name? Archie, Archie LeBrock, isn't it? That's Archie, right. yeah, Archie, yeah, yeah, yeah so he's Archie. Um, and essentially he, he, so it's an anthropomorphic tale, so all, all the characters are animals, they're not, yeah. you know, necessarily to scale, so, you know, if it was a, one of the main characters is a rat, so he's not yep. rat sized, you know. He's more sort of, you know, every, everyone is about sort of human adult sized, but they are of a particular animal. So some of the animals, are the the rats, you know, are much bigger than they were, but the elephants are much smaller. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. So it's an anthropomorphic world uh, in which Britain lost the Napoleon War two hundred years ago uh, and was conquered by the French, um, but then twenty three years ago. Britain regained its independence after a long uh, sort of anarchist struggle and uprising and stuff. Um, yeah. So, so Paris uh, or Grandville uh, is sort of the the, the centre of the world. But uh, but Archie Archie Lebrock, he works for Scotland Yard, uh, so he's based here. But he has cases and relationships uh, that are going on in Paris at, at the same time. So, and the world hasn't developed in quite the same way. Yeah, uh, that's true here so you know apart from obviously the anthropomorphism you know which we gloss over you know so there are sort of you know steampunk elements to it and there are sort of um automata robots uh that that exist in this world that yeah that wouldn't exist in, in in our world um so so some of it you know is, is very is very similar um but they have other things they have like the there's an enormous um this well, it's actually this. It's called the Socialist Republic of Britain. That's it's, it. It's not. It's not. It's not a tunnel to France. It's a. It's a. It's a bridge. That's right. I remember uh, him saying that he wanted to make it a bridge. Yeah, the, it's quite the, cool. The isn't Channel it? Railway Bridge rather than the Channel Railway Tunnel. Um, so, so there's. So there are. So there are some similarities. But yeah, it's sort of a, a bit of a you know steampunk sort of vibe about it. They have gyrocopters and they have sort of yeah, you know steam cool steam thing. powered machine guns and all this sort of thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. 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 It's um it's so funny enough, we were talking about um Black Sad a few weeks ago. 
and me mm. and Tom, uh, which is marvellous as well. I've seen. Oh, I've, uh, I've wanted to read that for so long. I've got to get. I've got to get that. Oh man, you'll love it. I think you will yeah. absolutely love it. Yeah. So what, to me, um, I, th- I think he's been. I've seen a couple of interviews where he's been asked about. Um, it was very popular in Europe, Gronville. You can tell almost from the format of it, can't you? It's, it's yeah. Sort of almost design. There's almost a design there, but in the same way that Black Sad is in the noir tradition, this is mm-hmm. in. This is a um, anthropomorphic tale in the Holmesian tradition, isn't it, almost? But with that steampunk thing going on. So it's almost like the the dirty-faced Victorian detective transplanted into steampunk, um, which kind of translates a bit to other work by him, doesn't it? He's, he's, he's obviously got a flavour for this sort of thing, I think. Do you? Yeah, I mean, I, I think... I mean, I, I, mean I, I think the... I've got, like I said, I've got all, all five uh, of, of the books, uh, and I, I think probably the... The first one and the fifth one, you know, because like I said, I've read them all in the last couple of days. Yeah. You know, I, I think are my are my favourite ones. Okay. Uh, but you know, the sort of the world, the world building, you know, that that, that has gone on, um, you know, I, you know, I think I think it's uh, fantastic um, that he's created. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, there's a, there's a couple of things worthy of mention as well before we get into a, a little bit. We'll 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 have a look quick, quick chat about Brian, and then we'll talk about some of our favourite bits in the book mm. as we go along, but. There's also, as well as anthropomorphic animals, in Gromville, in a par- in or in Paris, in a hotel there, they discover him and Detective. Is it Ratsky? Did Roderick Ratsky, isn't it? Is his sort of detective yeah, Roderick sidekick. Ratsky, sort of, yeah, he's the sort of the, the, the sidekick, isn't he? Yeah, sort of, he's quite cool. Yeah. But they go to a hotel. And there's there's creatures there called doe faces. Um, oh yeah, which yeah. are so, so the, they're sort of they're supposed to be a a race of hairless apes from uh from a very particular part of france as i recall called angoulême yeah, that's it um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and i think actually the first time we see the doe faces i can't remember who that but i think because there are a couple of sort of serving women in a hotel aren't they yeah um, there's like a bellboy and, and think, a, yeah yeah and i think they are takeoffs of particular uh uh, uh, French comic characters. I think the women particularly are because one, she's got like a sort of looks a bit sort of almost Dutch sort of funny cap and a. Okay. I, I think if I knew more about French comic characters, I could say ah, I tell you what, you know that that's you know not Tintin, you know, but it's you know or yeah, you know, but it would be something. There, there you know, is a, you, a oh my god, it's that person. There is a Tintin gag later on, which I'm sure we'll get to. But the the bellboy to me oh. is Spirou. Yes, that's who yes, I thought so, yeah. it was based on. Yeah. yeah. And there's yeah. a, there are a number of little sight gags in this, aren't there? As well, we get, there, we get there, a bit. there are. There, I mean, it's not like you know, if you read League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, yeah, it's not that you know, bad. Yeah, that's no, not that bad. I'm not having a go at Kevin O'Neill, you know, bless <laughs> him, he's working hard, you know. But it's, I do find it. I haven't read all the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, but I yeah. do find it that I sort of need to read it once, where I read it in a race staccato fashion, because I stop and look at every panel and go, "Oh, that's Sid James. I wonder what Sid James <laughs> is doing in this panel." And then you read the next panel, you're like. Oh, that's Neil Armstrong. Well, not Neil Armstrong. You know, and they've all. Yeah. It's like, what are all these people doing in this story? I yeah. mean, you have to stop and look, look and think about each panel, and then it take you realize it's taking you twenty minutes to read about three pages. Yeah. Um. So you read read it through once very slowly, and then you go back read it through a proper pace, not worrying about why Neil Armstrong is on is on the same panel as you know Patrick Kenneth Trout or, or someone. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. What's that yeah, Steve uh, Dillon quote? If you stop and look at the art, then I'm not doing my job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. There are a number of you know lovely sort of sight gags. I mean, some of them are are based around 
you know, we, we talked about sort of the, the Bond Destiny uh, characters, but there are yeah. some that are based around art. Um, so that I spotted, I was uh, I was going through it thinking, oh, hang on, you know, that's the takeoff of that painting or, you know, that image, which is yeah. very yeah. familiar. You know, you, you've slid that in there very nicely. Yeah, exactly. Um, are you um are you a fan of the old anthropomorphic stuff? Are you know is there a, are you a Yusagi Jimbo or anything like that? Is it is it a thing you like? Um, not Rupert the Bear. I think Rupert <laughs> the Bear is like my he would be he would be my bet noir. You know, I just think Rupert is just the wettest, most awful comic character, and oh, just <laughs> but it does feature a badger, doesn't it? I know he, he references that, doesn't he? he, he yeah, he almost yeah. says that Rupert the Bear was a little bit of an inspiration. Yeah, uh, and, and and you know the, 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 where this starts is in it's in the town of Nutwood, w- w- you know, which is where Rupert is oh, from. Of you know, course, yeah. On about page six or something, they get to the station, and it can't. It's not quite spelled out, but that's Nutwood Station. Yeah. Um, you know, which is where, and there's a chap who is on about the fourth. You know, people reading along at home. Uh, on the fifth page, there's a. There's a white face sort of character in plus fours, um, chopping the hedge, uh, and, and I think that, and that's Rupert's dad. Ah, oh, um, right, okay. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I think so. Yeah, bloody, bloody Rupert. I just you know I don't know. It was just it was always somebody, Rupert you know, was always the annual that I didn't really want at Christmas. That's yeah. how I was used to describe yeah. it. Yeah, and I, th- I think it's to do with uh, that those rhyme those soppy you know wet. Rhyme, rhymes underneath it you know and i'm like why why would i read that and the textbook you know and and the speech bubbles you've got speech bubbles to tell me what's going on i don't need some it's not a proper comic it's just got that nonsense along the bottom bit <laughs> yeah exactly, <laughs> no, exactly no. it's not i mean yeah it was appropriate in 1937 or whenever mary tortell created it you know but you know time has moved on for it so um uh so yeah so not not rupert obviously um <laughs> obviously we, we've talked about bone in the past yeah um you know and, and, and i love that um so I don't think what um, I don't know what are the other great morphic mouse I suppose mouse yeah um, very true yeah um, you know and that's great for 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 many reasons um, and you know so you got so, stuff like Hep Cats if you've ever read that that's a sort of a, um, uh, Omaha the cat dancer which is a bit of a sort of furry sort of furry before we had furries <laughs> so it's a bit furry based isn't it yeah yeah it's a bit saucy uh, that no, one. I'm, I'm, I haven't read that, uh, but uh, but you saw YouTube. Actually, I, t- I saw the other day, and I meant to send it to you. I saw a Stan Sakai picture of Bone. I think it was. Oh wow! Okay, which, All right. which I must part which I fish out and send to you. Hmm. Um, oh, but, good stuff. But yeah, you saw Jimbo. Yeah, I'd I, I, I'd be up for reading that, but I haven't read it. I think you'd like it, man. Before, I think but, you'd dig it. Yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. a great it's a great cartooned. I think if you like Bone, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna properly properly dig that. Mm. Um, but this is based. Um, he he's done a, quite a few talks on this, Brian. You went to one of them, didn't you? I did. I think yeah, it was a, it was a few years ago, and it was sort of. I remember it particularly because it, it snowed and it was just sort of one of those things where it was like, you know, you're sort of battling through the snow to get this thing thinking, uh, you know, what am I, I mean, I say snow, you know, it's like, you know, about half an inch of snow, but you know what it's like in London, you know, yeah. half an inch of snow and the whole place grinds to a halt. Yeah. And you sort of think, how am I kidding myself? I mean, I'm slipping all the way over here and, you know, I'm going to get there and they'll go, oh no, it's snow, you know, piss off. And they're like, oh shit. So we got there and there weren't actually very many people there, which, you know, the, you know, you can, politely put down to the fact that it was snowing <laughs> rather than yeah. the fact that they were yeah. ignoramuses of Twickenham were, were not were not available um so yeah I mean I think yeah, I mean, I'm not doing him down when I say he's got a sort of a talk that he does on yeah. anthropomorphism on, on anthropomorphism you can find it on um it's on YouTube actually you can find it oh, yeah okay. I'll stick it in the show yeah. notes for this actually it's quite yeah. it's worth watching but he does 
go through I thought it would be more based on Gronville but it's not it's, it's yeah. through it goes through the history of all the different characters isn't he yeah yes yeah so yeah and talks about you know sort of the, you know where where I mean in this in in the case of this you know where where the word and where the idea for Gronville came from you know which is inspired by an artist who who signed himself uh JJ uh, uh Granville Gronville yeah uh yeah. and um you know was was drawing anthropomorphic characters or you know or creatures uh and and that was where the, you know, so i made, the I, made idea. I made a note of the dude's real name and it's jean ignace isadore gerard and he's um turn of the century kind of illustrator isn't he i think yeah yeah i've got there's, there's an illustration in the back here of a sort of a like a monkey artist as it were so i suppose yeah. that's a sort of a uh a, a self-portrait of him as a uh, as a monkey but with sort of you know his easels and his and his pens and his paint sort of tucked under his arms um yeah so yeah so that's where that's where the, the name comes from but obviously if if britain had lost the napoleonic wars 200 years ago and france had become you know that sort of european you know come global superpower then the idea that you know the, the biggest city in the world would you know paris would be the biggest city in the yeah. world you know would be the grande ville you know it would be you know the, the big town so yeah you know, exactly it works it works very well as, as that as well there's a couple of other there's a couple of other i read the comics bulletin interview with him this week and there's a couple of other oh. influences he mentions he mentions commandy the jack kirby book um right which is you know a lot of talking animals you know dressed in clothes and you know dogs and all sorts of things tigers um he mentions bill badger as we've talked about from rupert the bear and badger in wind of the willows as well um oh, yeah yeah i think that, that comes up for one in um yeah i i've read something very similar it's in one of these recently yeah this this the badger and wind of the willows is the sort of uh not you know obviously toad is because i think in one of the volumes that you haven't got there is a toad who is the villain you know, <laughs> right and okay play, and, it plays, <laughs> and it plays on that as the you know there is a there is a sly um interaction or confrontation with froggy in this <laughs> let's say slightly racist but you know yeah I think being yeah, a Cockney, you yeah, can yeah, say yeah. one for the frog, meaning frog and toad road. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, Grandville Bet Noir, there's a oh, okay. particular... Uh, the, 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 the villain uh, is this sort of arms dealer, like, um, like, I don't know, like Krupp, I suppose. Uh, but yeah, he, he is, you know, he's the spinning image of, uh, of Mr. Toad. Uh, and there's one bit with an exploding... Um, sort of like a like a sort of Sherlock Holmesian sort of you know pipe, one of those sort of right. pipes that you would yeah, okay, and yeah. smoke away, and and it just and yeah. Mister Toad's pet Toad gets hold of this, and it it doesn't end well for the little Toad, I have to say. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> the thing about him is really um, good. the thing about um, LeBrock is he's quite a violent dude, isn't he? Oh yeah, I mean he's really. I mean, I mean, I, you know, I really like um, like Sherlock Holmes stories. You know, I've yeah. Got a big, Volume of all of them upstairs, um, sort of golden age um, detective stories. The British Library put out sort of oh, got British Library crime classics. Yeah, um, those sort of twenties and thirties detective stories. Um, so you know, so I, I really like reading those. Um, and and yeah, you're right. But the, but this guy, so you know, it's a detective story. You know, there is you know, there is a there is a mystery to solve. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, badgers are quite, you know, fearsome, fearsome creatures. And he, yeah. I mean, I, 
he turns up. I think he turns up at the this hotel in France, in in Paris, at the start of this, and he's got his sort of travelling bag with him, which he gives <laughs> yeah. to this little sort of, like Spirou sort of guy, and sort of says, well, "If you think you can lift that, son," and he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I can definitely lift it," you know, because he wants the tip. You know, he's yeah. very, you know, uh, and he's like, "But you know, you can see him thinking, what the hell is in this thing that you know this this travelling case that is so heavy that you know LeBrock is just wandering around with, but he struggles, you know, to to lift." And about five pages later, you realise that LeBrock has opened the bag and has gotten out this pair of enormous dumbbells and he's just working out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing he's brought. He hasn't brought a change of clothes, hasn't brought a toothbrush. No, yeah. He's definitely brought two enormous dumbbells with him. Because that's that's what you need when you go to Paris is some dumbbells. Yeah, I wondered that. That was weird. He's um, um and he's a bit because you see him later in the in the sauna and so he's a he's a shit house, cool. isn't he? He's uh oh yeah, yeah he punching, which is yeah. different from his little rat sidekick who um apparently Talbot based on um Bertie Wooster or Lord Peter Whimsey, um right and is um yeah. belays the fact that you know rats are normally you know a bit bit scaggy, aren't they? You know, bit sort of yeah, scary. yeah. But he's a sort of posh he's rat. Very... Yeah, a posh rat. You know, he's got he's got a monocle. Um, you know, he's he's obviously you know he's been in all the right schools. You know, he's very you know he's very because you know LeBrock is sort of the working class yeah detective yeah hero of the hour and but all the other detectives and this this comes to the fore particularly in the final volume Force Majeure right um, because that's where you go into more of um, LeBrock's history um, and and how he came to you know be, you know um, be working for. Um, Scotland Yard and the sort of the class struggle that uh, that went on for LeBrock to get to where he is because all the other um, sort of uh, what they are detective inspectors at his Some level, senior officers, you know, yeah, 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 they're, yeah. They're all they're all sort of you know, been, you know, they've gone to all the right schools and they just sort of walked into you know a position of power. Whereas LeBrock has had to you know work twice as hard as anyone to sort of get to where he is. So he's the sort of he's the working class hero for all the sort of the bobbies on on the beat. You know, they all. You know, think, think the world of LeBrock because they know that you know he did pound the beat and you know he got to where he is. Honestly, unlike Ratsy and his sort of ilk, where it's more yeah. sort of no, I went to the right school, so no, that entitles me to be a detective inspector. And you know, they're always LeBrock and Ratsy are always you know on it. You know, the, the other sort of buffoonish detectives, yeah, and the force who have no idea about what's going on. Whereas you know, LeBrock is working it out like a mystery, like a Holmesian sort of. Uh, uh, mystery uh, to, yeah, to, to unravel, and he's kind of a, for me. He's a cross between Holmes and who's the dude in Oliver? You know, the street dude, the villain, the sort of uh, um, the one Oliver oh, Reed uh, played in the movie. You know, he's sort of a oh, um, it's not Fagin, Nancy and um, Bill Bill Sykes. Bill Sykes. Yeah, he's a bit. There's a cross between Holmes and yeah. Bill Sykes somewhere there, isn't there? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is very violent and you know he uses his fists in a violent manner he wears sort of chain mail sort of <laughs> yeah he's got like body armor on, isn't he yeah <laughs> you know which is not no sort of vest you know I mean, yeah it's like kevlar armor that he's wearing he's yeah fond of you know getting out a sort of these sort of gatling gun pistols shake things don't they so you know because yeah. it of, just so know, happens the hotel they're staying in is also an arms fair going <laughs> at the same time the thing is this is what i really warm to now i've owned these books for 
since they came out the first two volumes yeah. I bought bought for me as they yeah. came out in fact they were, they're both signed because they were both bought for me by my mate at a signing you know it's one of those sort of things right and um yeah i've never yeah, read yeah. them and i always thought uh he's gone he's gone off in a certain angle brian talbot is he's gone all yeah. intellectual and i was sort of put off a bit by reading this thinking oh they're going to be a bit too soft and you know anthropomorphic and they'll be you know and but, but you're reading them they're just they're yeah. fucking page turners he goes <laughs> for it isn't he? yeah he yeah, really does he really does uh, and and definitely, I mean, the, the last one, Force Force Majeure, which I finished about five minutes before we started talking, <laughs> is I mean that that's a hundred that's one hundred and sixty pages. Oh right, okay. Um, so you know that, that that's a real you know that's a real you know big thick bit of book. Um, like I say, it's got lots of LeBrock's history uh, and you know how, how he sort of worked his way up in the force and sort of the guiding sort of guy who was you know sort of helped him get to. Uh, sort of mental, way up. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. His, his mental figure. So there's, there's loads of history. So he really sort of, you know, in the nicest possible way, he sort of put the kitchen sink in there in terms of a right. Look, this is all the bits of the story that I just wanted to get across. Okay, to yeah. tell you that I yeah. thought about this, and this is how he's ended up here. Um, and you know, it's one of those classic stories where it's like, you know, the hero is disgraced. You know, uh, you know how how can how can he fight his way back from from disgrace? You know, okay. into you know going back to being the hero and solving all the crimes and putting the big villain out of peace because he comes up against his sort of biggest, baddest opponent, you know, physically and, you know, and, and mentally, you know, sort of, the, you know, this guy is really thinking about what to do rather than just, right. um, you know, blundering around. And it's got, it's rather strange. You can't see it right in front of me, but it's got a, um, it, it, or my, my copy, because I got it, like I say, at a, at a signing when it came out, is that it comes with an anti-spoiler seal, uh, which, which actually is like it's like a sort of a a, a plastic bag, um, which sort of wraps around like the last thirty pages. Oh, really? The idea was okay. It's it's wrapped around those thirty pages. So if you're in a shop and you're just sort of casually flicking through, thinking, "Oh, should I buy this? Should I not buy it?" You can't casually flick through the last thirty pages because it's got this plastic bag wrapped. What around. a great idea! So it's a, it doesn't, yeah. doesn't spoil the ending. Obviously, you can take it off and then wrap it around any pages you want, but that's because that's your decision because you've spent money on buying it. So that's a great um, idea. I like that idea. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. Cracker. So, yeah, so yeah. It's really fun, um, and I think it's quite a. And like I say, it's sort of gone off. I mean, I think one of the interesting things about Talbot, you know, is about you know, is the almost the variety of of styles that he, you know how, yeah. how his art has changed. Well, that's a good. Uh, uh, that's, yeah. That's a good little segue there, dude. I'll, I'll interrupt yeah. you because we'll move into chatting a bit yeah. about Brian Tolbert. Um, born 1952 in Wigan. There's a lot of famous people in Wigan, aren't there? Um, I yeah. keep being told. Um, and uh, Dave, <laughs> Dave Kennedy. And uh, Damien. Isn't um, uh, D- Damien? Damien is, he's yeah. A, <laughs> yeah Damien he, he's a Wigan athletic fan, isn't he? I know that. So, it. He's I'll, always I'll got that hat on, isn't he? You always see him got that hat on, yeah. Oh, yeah. take Taking the dog for a walk in the morning. With his, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Which isn't a euphemism. Uh, so, no, no, it's really yeah. taking the dog. Well, let's for a walk say it is. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> he, he went to Wigan School of Art. He got a diploma in graphic design. Yeah. 1969. His first published art was in Malorn, which was a British Tolkien Society magazine. Um, <laughs> and then he got his first issue of Dark Horizon, which was a British Fantasy Society magazine. He did the cover. Yeah. 1972. He first published his strip. Um, I think it's something like Super Harris in the college newspaper. Um, right. Are you have you always been a fan of his stuff? Is he somebody you followed since? When did you first discover him? Um, I suppose 
uh, I, I didn't see him in 2000 AD because I didn't read 2000 AD when I was growing up. So okay, I, you know, so right. I didn't see him on uh, Nemesis the Warlock uh, and things like that. Yeah. Um, what one of the books? One of the books I was vaguely referring to earlier in terms of the things I read in lockdown um, was Alice in Sunderland. Ah, oh, right, uh, which is a big old lump in it. Yeah. Which is a big, you know, it's like an inch thick. Uh, you know, that, again, that was one. Of, you know, but it's very, you know, it's, it's you know, it's been out a while now, so you can get you know a, a cheap sort of second-hand copy on, on ebay like i did for about two quid and you know it turns up and it's this great big doorstep of a book um <laughs> so I, th- I think i'm probably going to say probably something like the tale of one bad rat okay um yeah which is I a dark out probably... a dark horse miniseries isn't it um yes around yeah. the same got, time I that the sort of... I got the trade okay i think it came out around the same time as sort of vertigo was big as well with the sort of the the british invasion was going yeah. on and it's um it's a really interesting book that one bad rap because it deals with a kid it's, it's all tied up in the stories of beatrix potter but it's actually about a kid yeah. who escapes abuse and and runs to london and has these sort of imaginary friends with her or oh, yeah, is it a, it's a her isn't it i think it, it, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah like, like i said i got distracted from reading it because i read four other granville books rather than, <laughs> rather than reading that uh, yeah but yeah she so yeah i mean i, I remember at the time reading a you know, so, so I knew what it was about, but then that was the first, like I say, I think the first sort of big Brian Talbot book that I'd read, and the, you know, the, like I say, the sort of, the parallels with the sort of, um, uh, the sort of, the, the Lake District and the Beatrix Potter. Yeah, that's you know, true. I, I think, I think cause she, I think she goes to London, but then does she end up in the, I think then that's she right. does go to the Lake Yeah, that's right. She? Yeah, I remember um, some of it's actually on westminster bridge i think i seem to recall right. a bit of that yeah, yeah. She, she, she perceives herself the sort of the the main character as she's a bad rat isn't she that's how she sort of yeah you know because she's been abused uh you know she feels it's all her fault you know so there's that element of the bad rat and then there's see the sort of the links to beatrix potter and the sort of the tales of yeah uh, uh stories that the potter would write um so yeah, yeah. Like I said, I, I I remember reading it a long time ago and thinking, wow, this you know this this is, you know, it's not a story about child abuse and therefore it's worthy of reading. You know, it's, you like, know, it's no, a well-made story that happens also has yeah. that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah exactly. we 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 can't rate books on the subject matter, but we can yeah. continue to. You know, it, it does. It is a book that is really well done and with an important message. Yeah, it's actually used. Um, I saw an interview with him. I was watching a YouTube interview with him the other day, and he said, "Look, it is used quite a lot in therapy and people. You know, it's talked about by people who are coming through um, the in the other side of child abuse and stuff. It's, it's a great, it's a great book. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll carry a few more things. So um, he worked on a number of years in UK underground comics, Brainstorm Comics at Alchemy Press. Mm-hmm. Um, he did something called Frank." Zachary, base ace of the future. I was once once in for Zachary, um, and um, <laughs> we, we, is it ace? No, uh, not at all. <laughs> actually, and, uh, it's in Liverpool, and we're we're standing standing waiting to get a cab, and there was some sort of youths bothering someone, and they were saying, "Where are you from?" Then, and he didn't really know where he was. This dude, he was a sort of posh bloke, right. and um, he point, he saw he saw uh, for Zachary written on the front of a bus, and he went, "I'm from Fazer Curly." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that always makes me laugh for Zachary. Um, yeah, in night- is it for Zach- Frank for Zachary, like his sort of Dan Dare sort of I think style. So. Yeah, I think you know, so. It's homage. So, no, I have to say, cause I, haven't, I haven't got Frank for Zachary, but I've I've seen it on on occasion, and I do think, well, yeah, that's Brian Talbot, and I think that's his. Yeah, let's hope you know, nice Dan Dare pastiche. With a bit of sense um, of humour to it, I think you'll dig I, it. I, I think I think it'd be yeah, up the street I should, there. I should really read that. Um, but yeah, I, I got into, I did get some of his. Um, 
sort of underground um, comics um, last, oh, no, 2019, the last time we went, I went to like a comic mart. I went oh, to okay. Like sort of they did a collection of them, mart. didn't they? They did. They put them all together, I think, as well. Oh, uh, uh, right. Okay, yeah. And that was the first time I, I'd sort of, I'd, I'd read them in the original, uh, like the Brainstorm comics. Yeah. Uh, and I, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, they were, they were, they were really good. And obviously, early... Luther Arkwright stories in there, I guess. Yeah, if it, the the underground stuff especially feels to me like something you'd get that would be along the same lines as the Freak Brothers or, um, yeah, that, you know, Fat Freddy's Cat and all that world. Then, um, I like, I like, I am enjoying the whole. It's a subject for another time, but I am enjoying the fact that it's sort of underground is making a comeback now. I think it's, I think it's good. I think times of times of uh, financial problems. I think underground tends to sort of swell back up again but yes yeah, so off, yeah. off on a tangent but yeah so seven, 78 he began the adventures of luther arkwright which appeared in near right. myths magazine um which i'm going to say is my favorite piece of work from him um i became slightly obsessed with the first series um when it right. came out was it someone like valkyrie press i can't remember the name of it now but um they put it out as well and it's a very yeah. densely written um more cocky in character isn't it but again with that steampunk thing going on to a certain extent isn't there yeah I, oh yeah i mean i uh, i've got those valkyrie press re reprints which i think i probably sort of picked up in uh orbital comics uh in london you know when it sold comics uh, <laughs> and <laughs> um i haven't been in there for a long time maybe there's still sell comics. yeah there's some i think there's some skateboards but i think there's some comics somewhere yeah it's yeah okay. <laughs> um and and yeah and and i and i'd never read it but you know i'd always heard such good things about it uh and i and i and i read those and i was like oh my god you know wow you know this this is real mind-bending stuff yeah you know, it is, really is yeah you can uh, you, you made, can tell uh, you smoking sort of something in the 70s sort of one issue you know a year to sort of find out what was going on would be you know torture but you know yeah. just being able to sort of yeah. last through several volumes of that was just like this is this is unbelievable so yeah yeah it really it really does have that um eternal champion thing going on yeah. uh Jer yeah. a Jer bit of jerry cornelius possibly something along those lines now there's two there's currently two series of that there's the original one which was the black and white one and then he did um a, a, a sequel to it called heart of empire at dark horse which is the color yeah. the color series and allegedly he's working on the third volume at the moment i think um is what i hear um, uh, yes, is he? I think that's what he occasionally. So there's a there's a Twitter account, isn't there? Um, yeah, I followed the pod the other and, day. Actually, funny enough, just out of the blue. Yeah, it's not. I think it's like uh, the one that it's not directly him. I think someone else runs it, isn't it? You're, yeah, you're right. It, it's somebody else is 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 running it. Um, but yes, I think they were posting. I think they're beyond the. I think I've seen images they've put up that are sort of. Here's page, you know, forty nine pencils, and then you know, a few months later, here's page ninety eight pencils, and ah, now okay. they're into right. Here, here are the inks. So it's like, oh, oh, hang on, you know, we're sort of, uh, we are, we are working our way through this. So, oh, that's yeah. good. I and, can't uh, wait for it, that, man. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, I think Heart of um, Empire again was one of those books I, I you know, I, I bought and uh, I read in lockdown. Uh, you know, and again, I just, I just thought, oh, yeah, God, I think this is, fantastic. This, it's absolutely, this, this yeah. is so good. This is so good. Yeah, and again, the sort of the, the world building that that goes on there, oh. it's it's just incredible. You know, this, you know, the you know the the, the effort and the thought and the, the plotting that has gone into it. You know, that has really worked out everything that is going on here. You yeah. know, is. Is incredible. So no, it's, it's and also um, I think you probably heard me talk about it before, but also it's a big Finnish audio play as well. Um, 
Yes, I, I, I haven't listened to that. Uh, who's in it? Can you remember? It's David Tennant. It's so David Tennant. In, in his pre-Doctor Who days, plays um, uh, plays a sense, uh, plays Luther Arkwright himself. Yeah. Um, it's quite well made. It's, I think it's like three or four discs long. It's one of those sort of okay. fold-over CD sets that I had for years, you know. Right. Of, um, yeah. But yes, it's pretty good. Um, he While doing that, while working on Luther Arkwright, he also did a... Um, a series called Scum World for Sounds Magazine. Sounds Magazine was kind of... I think... Um, didn't Alan Moore do something for them as well, I think, didn't he? Was that... Uh, under his, was that Kurt Vile? I think it was by Kurt Vile, yeah. I, 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 th- I think it was Kurt Vile in the... In the um, Wasn't it Axel Pressburn? The, the star... Or is it The Star's My Degradation? Is that it might be. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. Um, okay, but, you're, but you're right, yeah. Sounds Magazine, you know, definitely, you know, had, you know, like to have a comic strip. And I think Morrison did net. something for them as well, I think, later on. Um, right, and I think Fiddler Elliot. I think he he ah, did cool. some stuff maybe with Eddie Campbell as well. Yeah. I think they they probably had a strip in Sounds. Um, so it was a cool place to be. Yeah. Sounds things. Yeah, yeah. And then '83, he got Nemesis of Warlock and Dread, and he did Dice Man. Dice Man. Um, and oh, yeah. it was, I, I actually really like his Nemesis of Warlock. He, you know, it's, it's hard to it's hard to beat Kevin O'Neill on that title, but he was yeah. very good. A very good follow on for me. It was re- readable, but typically with um brian talbot's art style very strange yeah he can turn up yeah. strange can't he you know yeah yeah which i guess in this series in granville he doesn't you know it's not yeah that's strange. true you know, you know you know once you get over the idea that anthropomorphic animals exist you know it is quite you know it's it's played absolutely straight as in this is a very believable world these yeah. are all things that are absolutely happening and elephants of this size and you know they're about the size of a rat you know that's fine because they're all anthropomorphic so yeah that's not a criticism of this series you know but it's just a very you know he's he's you know he's sort of picking and choosing his battles you know you can dial it up or down i think you're right and, man you know, and i think what he wants to do and that flexibility is you know is, is you know key i'm sure to his longevity yeah and you've got to look at his underground luther Arkwright, yeah. nemesis of warlock some of the work he did on the abc warriors in 2018 is it's got a very sort of peculiar heavy inked line to it that is just lovely to look at but very strange he's got that strange quality to him. but you're right yeah. when he takes over when he when he starts Gronville it's got that clear line style isn't it the European clear line thing that you yeah. see and I saw him do an interview and he had to rather than saying Tintin he had to say Tonton and I thought oh Right, we know what you mean. You know, it's like that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, so he he went on. He did. Um, he went to America. He worked for quite a lot of American publishers, and we had, we had some Hellblazer out of him, some Sandman, the Dreaming. We had the Naz, which was one of those prestige format books that followed Dark Knight, which is a really strange story of uh, like yeah, a martial arts master who goes and just becomes this sort of fat Indian god. <laughs> it's just... uh, yeah, I remember. I remember seeing the Naz like in my sort of local comic shop, you know, when I was yeah. at school and thinking and you know realizing it was sort of a prestige format, but not really knowing anything about it, not knowing who Brian Tilbert was, not knowing anything about it, but just sort of seeing it and just thinking, oh, I wonder, you know, I wonder what that is, but never sort of being brave enough to pay money for it. But um, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty good, but it's like. It's yeah. an acid trip, along with a lot of other yeah. work at the time. But yeah, it is really good. He did something yeah. called Mask, which is a Legends of the Dark Nine Batman story about where Batman imagines he's real. So Batman isn't Batman. He's a man imagining he's Batman. It's it's very clever. It's really, really good. Yeah. Uh, then we've got yeah. the Tale of One Bad Rat. Then we've got Heart of Empire, we've already talked about. Um, there's a role-playing game of Luther Arkwright as well, which I forgot to mention. So yeah, I'm not a bored gamer, a, yeah. but apparently it's quite good. Um, right. 
I, mean, I, I used to be, you know, at school and things, but but we never played Luther Ark, right? I'm yeah, so. yeah. I played the the Dread game. I seem to remember playing the Dread game at school. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. I think we probably played the the Dread, the dread game a bit as well because yeah, it was, you know, yeah. We, we knew what the world was and you know how it would all hang together. And Marvel superheroes again, that was a uh, game yeah. as well. We used to yeah, play that as well. Yeah. Um, we've got Dead Boy Detectives and Secrets of Immortality with Ed Brubaker, Bag of Bones with Bill Willingham, which is part of the Fables universe, I think. We've got Memento yeah. at 2000 AD. Um, the Naked Artist, which is one we talked about before we started recording, which is <laughs> basically stories of like antics amongst comic people. And it's got, as we were talking about earlier, you didn't hear, but yeah. the story of Grant Morrison shitting his pants in a white suit on a plane. <laughs> It gets rolled out. I mean, completely oblivious to it as well. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. you know, completely. He's just he's off he's off his head, shall we say? And he just so he doesn't know what's gone on, and he can't so. And sorry, uh, so Grant isn't aware of what's gone on, and therefore you know can't understand. You know, sort of almost what what the fuss is about. Whereas <laughs> yeah. to everybody else, it's very obvious. What, you know <laughs> what's going on. He's, he's wearing his very white suit. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're going to shit your pants, don't do it in a white suit. Yeah, wear some brown trousers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There are some other grey ones as well. Is it like there's one in? Is it? I, I don't think it's uh, Jeff Smith misbehaving in Sweden. But is it? Is it? Is it Dave? Ser- is it Dave? It might Sim be Dave Sim. misbehaving. In, Misbehaving at a sort of raptus, the sort of Norwegian comic festival, and they all do they all get naked and end up in a sauna, and yeah, it's all it just a bit. Oh my god, what's going on here? Yeah, it's. I think it's yeah, like it's, a print yeah, on demand not... book. You can get it on Amazon. It's pretty fun. It's just a fun book. Yeah, yeah it's quick it's, reading. It's really good. I, I got it years ago at the card, Cartoon Museum. I, oh, okay. I remember buying it there. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's not it's not all tales of Simon Bisley, for instance. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You know, in a, a non libelous way, yeah. getting drunk and being a dick. You know, it's a it's a real. There's loads of people getting drunk and being a dick. You know, it's really yeah. fair like that. You know, it's it reminds just, me know. of the old comic conventions where you know, yeah. if if you got drunk these days, you you know, if you have three lagers, you make it onto Twitter, don't you? You know, mm-hmm. back then all sorts of things used to happen. But uh, after yeah. that, he did um, for NBM. Um, he did Metronome, which was credited to Veronique Tanaka, um, which is a kind of erotic book. Have you read that? I've not read it. No, is it is this in a sort of a Brian Bolland sort of style, you know, very different art style? Yeah, apparently just to sort so. Of prove to people that is actually look, I can draw in a different style, and you're still. But he did it under really a pen name, and then years later he admitted yeah. he coughed to it being him. Um, yeah, uh, I remember. Re- I think I, re- I remember reading about it at the time when he sort of coughed to it, and it was you know because I think I'm sure Brian Talbot has done the, the same thing as well, and that sort of can I draw in a very different style, and yeah. people still like it, even though it's not me. All right, you know, it's. You must think I know how to draw. It's not just you're not just worshiping me. You're not just kissing my butt because of my name. Okay. Yeah, he's hugely prolific, yeah. isn't he? For a guy, you know, he's yeah. he's done so much, and we're not we've got loads more to talk about yet. So he did 2007. We did Alice in Sunderland, which you mentioned, which he then did yeah. a festival, didn't he? Early a couple of years later, he actually ran a festival in Sunderland. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I remember. I, yeah, I did, I, like I said, I, I've only read Alice in Sunderland, you know, as a, as a lockdown yeah. thing. You know, it was always on my. You know, it was it's the complete antithesis of a small paperback I can stuff in my pocket uh, and read <laughs> yeah. for five minutes while I'm waiting for a train. So yeah. you know, I could never take it on the train with me because it's bloody big. And you know, but actually in lockdown, you're like, well, I've got nothing else to do on Saturday. I'll just read half of of Alice in Sunderland, you know, which is what I did. It's and visually the day, like, incredible, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely incredible. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I mean, I, I was lucky enough to go out for dinner with Brian once, uh, you know, and, and Mary um, and some other people, and you know, he was really like. You know, it took him two years to do, and he could only do it 
you know, because Mary, you know, she's a academic yeah. you know, working at university. So they had the sort of the certainty of her salary and then the sort of the uncertainty of his salary and for right. two years while he yeah. was doing out in Sunderland. You know, it, there was there's no there's nothing coming in, you know, it's just well no, I'm sitting in a room over here drawing Alice in Sunderland for two years, if you don't mind. So you know, it's, it's sort of yeah. incredible. Now, funny you mention that because detailed stories. Yeah, yeah, because Mary Talbot then re- retired, didn't she? I think she retired from mm. um, university, and she and him did a book called "Daughter of Her Father's Eye," which is about James yeah. Joyce's daughter, kind of combined with with some autobio stuff from Mary. Um, that's 2012. Um, just before that, yeah. obviously, they did, he, he did a lot of the Granville stuff. 2014, Sally Heathcote Suffragette, which I think he assisted in writing. Is that right? I don't think he drew. It's not one I've uh, read. Yeah, I think it's it Kate Charlesworth. I That's think right. She, she, yeah, she, she she drew that. So yeah, so I've got, I've got Dotter, but I haven't got. Um, yeah, I haven't got Sally that, Heathcote, and I haven't got the no, Red Virgin and the, the Visions of uh, Utopia, no, and I haven't um, got Rain either, which is another one which I haven't read. Um, um, I went to the. I remember going to the signing for Rain. Right. Uh, which is, he often he often does signings at the Cartoon Museum. Yeah, which is where he launched um, Gromville, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's you know he's obviously he's Pally you know, with them and therefore he, you know, obviously, you know, um, ensures that, that the cartoon museum, you know, get a few quid for being hired out after hours, um, and, um, and doing book launches there. Um, yeah. so I remember going to that, but, but I didn't get, uh, right. But, no, I haven't, um, I haven't bought it either. Yeah. Not so yeah. far. Um, uh, okay. So let's, uh, look at the time's cracking on a bit. Look at that. Well, um, why don't we have a chat about some of our favorite moments in, this volume the first volume which is the main one we're going to concentrate on tonight but the um i'd like to say that there is actually a french villain in it who is a frog and lebrock calls him (laughs) froggy and he tortures him quite a lot and then when he dies he says he's croaked so you kind of get the sense of the sort of jokes that happen in this it's quite dark isn't it you know Uh, yeah yeah i mean there are those yeah those fantastic payoffs and i think in terms of the sort of like i say so there are there are five books in total and the complexity of the plot in the first one um stands out compared to probably to two three and four okay it's probably only better by five um you know so i guess there's a lot of world building to sort of set us up around you know understanding what's going on but yeah i mean if you know if you'd only ever done the first volume you know that you know it would still be you would you would know enough about the world you know and it would be you know a, a great story yeah. um yeah there is but, a lot that goes yeah, on in the first one isn't there it's it's an investigation in um yeah it is you're right it does it's sort of visually there's it's a it's a big feast isn't it but the story is also quite complicated to me yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, definitely, and, and that and that complexity um you know uh is is is, is fantastic and you know yeah. and, and really adds so much and like i say it's only until you get to the fifth one that you get a story which, which is probably even more complex um, and much longer yeah, it, things, yeah. And, and, and and much longer um so yeah but you're you're right you know there's sort of those sort of those payoffs around the idea that you know he's croaked you know are just you know they're just really, they're just really well judged uh you know and there's you know he you know, he's a he's a real with, but, i hate to say it and he's probably not politically correct but he's a real man's man of a hero isn't he he's uh i mean he, there's even a bit of badger yeah. sex that goes on he meets a lady badger doesn't he the, the, I mean, you know, so Le, Le Brock is this absolute, you know, brick shit house uh, of a building, 
of a, of a sort of a character and, and he's drawn like that. Yeah. But then when Brian draws, you know, a lady badger, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> she is really at the opposite end of the spectrum. You know, she is as, you know, as feminine and as sultry, you know, uh, as as you would like, um, and yeah, or really, as you know. The, you know, a furry person might. I wonder if this is big in the furry world, Rich. Oh yeah, oh. D- dare we find out? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> let's, let's message him and find out. I'm going to message him after this and say we enjoyed it, but yeah. we, we were curious about this one thing, Brian. I'm, <laughs> I had a table next to Brian at a comic convention in in where is it in um, Brighton? God, easily 15 years ago if not more. And um, he was the friendliest, oh, nicest skin, bloke. That their skin one. That's the one. That their skin That's the one. Oh, I went to that. Yeah. Yeah, that. yeah he yeah. was ever so nice and friendly and he gave me some of my comics and he actually pretended to be interested, which is, you know, very polite oh. of him. Yeah. 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 Was... In fact, we, we know how friendly he is because talking, harking back to the, the Twitter uh, feed that somebody else runs. Yeah. They were, I think they put out a tweet this week saying, oh, you know, just to let you know, you know there's a few more pages of Brian's up for sale at the moment. You know, if, if you're oh, okay. interested, just let us know. And you know, and they're you know they're a few hundred quid, right? Um, you know, black and white, and, and they're very nice. Um, and somebody, so somebody, not me, um, in case my wife's listening, and you know, there's definitely not me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> said, oh yeah, I really like that one. You know, can I have it? Um, and so obviously this person running the Twitter account gets back to Brian, say, all right, you know, you better package up page number nine hundred and seventy-eight or whatever it is. You know, we, we, I've sold that one for you. You know, I've sold it to Matey and he lives da, 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 where it is. Brian looks at that and goes, oh, I'll tell you what, that's 10 minutes from where I live. <laughs> that's what, great, isn't it? Yeah. Don't tell Giza, I'll take it around. That's the best so, thing. Isn't it? You sent me the picture as well best. of that, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. And then this, <laughs> yeah, this random Giza going, well, well, hopefully not thinking, shit, I've brought that artwork. I hope nobody, <laughs> I hope that just sort of comes through the door quietly when nobody's looking. But it's like, it said, knock, knock. Hello, it's Brian Talbot here. I've come to drop off your art. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, officially the nicest man in comics. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that is really good, isn't it? Now, another just because I I know I have to say this one because it's one of my favourite moments is he goes to see someone who he's trying to get information out of in the comic, and it's basically Snowy from Tintin, isn't it? Who is also it it is who is basically an opium addict in a hospital bed, which is great. Yeah, yeah. it's those those are really good, aren't they? It's just like I say, just sort of. You just get that sense of thinking, hang on, this is what Snowy would look like, you know, if he was, you know, that much bigger, that much older, that much more opium rattled. But yes, just somehow, it just, it's just obviously Snowy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you? So, I, I do have a, I do have a, just, it just says in the capitals in my notes, badger bonking, and it's got a box. <laughs> but uh, is there any, is there any moments that really stuck out for you, man? Well, obviously, apart from the badger bonking, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <I mean, laughs> That's a whole different podcast, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's def- definitely. Uh, I like. The, I, mean, I mean, I think the some, some of the use of color on some of the pages is fantastic. You know, yeah. really. There's a nighttime really... standoff at the end, and it's so good. Oh, yeah, it? yeah. And when he, he sort of yeah yeah he sort of yeah there's a, there's a there's a big explosion, and he sort of and he's you know he emerges from out of the lake, and there's sort of yeah. three panels, and it's just one of him just. He's just so big and just so he's just pure muscle and yeah. mass and strength, and the thing blows up in front of him, and he's just sort of you can just see him thinking, "Well, you got what's coming to you." You know, he just looks like this there's meanest, meanest. Some incredible thing, use so. of light in this as well. There's a there's a moment yeah. where he's sort of backlit, and you think, "Fucking hell, 
Yeah. Spoilers, it's not actually him, it's something else, but it it just, <laughs> it just looks incredibly good. I love the um, Reservoir Dogs homage as well. So he's he's trying to get information out of a, what is he, is a chimpanzee, isn't he, I suppose? An old yeah. chimpanzee um, who looks like an old sort of Victorian gentleman because he's got those those big sideburns going on, um, yeah. mutton chop sort of thing. And um, it, he's, while he's torturing him, he cuts his ear off. Oh yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, he sort of goes flying across the room, and uh, sort of, you won't be in that anymore. <laughs> yeah. and then he sort of yeah. casually burns the building down with him, with this dude tied to a chair. Yeah, it is. It's, it's brutal like that, isn't it? It really is. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah, uh, and uh, and obviously the sort of the the pistol that look, works like a Gatling gun. Yeah, you know, obviously you know that's, that's the greatest. You know, that's up there with sort of. Uh, What's that thing that Absalom Dark has? That sort of, you know, sword that's, that's right. also a chain, yeah. chainsaw sword. You know, it's one of the, yeah, that's one of the great weapons of, yeah. of comics that you would so actually, I, yeah. I, I, I actually think if people realise that this is like full-on bombastic, you know, um, I mean, this looks, those Sherlock Holmes movies that had um, yeah. Iron Man in them, you know, they were kind of, foot. they were kind of, they took it to the next level, but this goes much beyond that. You know, it's, it's just violent and, bullets flying everywhere and there's a it opens even just the first few pages are this amazing sort of steampunk vehicle chase through the streets isn't it oh yes it's a great yeah you can see you know if you film that you know that that, that would be you know fantastic five minutes at the start like you say you know yeah. just racing around uh with, you know oh absolutely kicking off and, and you know but there's you know there's the, the the politics around the whole you know sort of it's it's introducing you to the the history of the world and about the yeah. creation about the French uh, and about what's gone on and, and the, you know the politics of it all, um, which you know which there are, there are layers and layers in um, and it, you know yeah and he lays um, in some conspiracy of... theories that we've seen previously in his work. There's hints at the sort of Masonic conspiracy, isn't there? And uh, the, Knight, yeah. the Knights of Leon, um, and there's you know government conspiracies and underworld conspiracies all raging along at the same time. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, badges. We don't need no stinking badges. Made me laugh at one point. That's a great quote as well. Um, but the um, the, the, that the, the thing that made me think immediately of um, Black Sad is the fact that he's not shy of getting a kick in himself. There's a couple of there's one fight in this in, in particular where you think he's going to lose, don't you? Yeah. Mm. And he and he, t- yeah, he takes yeah. a I few mean, no, punches. He yeah, exactly. He's not, you know, he's not sort of sneaking around, sort of in the in the shadows. You know, he he does that when he has to. But then, you know, if you've got to go full in, then 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 he goes full in. And yeah, you know, because he needs that that chainmail vest, yeah, on occasion to to help him. But yeah, you know, these are bloody visceral fights. Yeah. you know that that he's fighting. You know, and and he takes a pounding on occasion. You know, as well as uh, dishing it out. You know, and he isn't he's not a superhero. He hasn't got sort of magic healing powers. You know, he really yeah at the end of it, you know, looks. You know, like a, a very nearly broken man. Yeah, exactly. Is there any other little sequences you you'd want to mention? You want to give a shout out to? Um, I think. Um, I mean, I, I you know I like some of the, um, uh, the the sort of art, the sort of nods to the to the to the art and to the um uh, that he sort of slipped in quietly. That you think, hang on, <laughs> I yeah. can see what he's done there. Um, I think there's one, you know, where I think they go to the bar at the Folly Berger, don't they? And That's he, right, yeah. And he and he orders a bottle of bass, you know, which which feels like a bit of a. That's a very specific thing. Why would you do that? But the the painting um, at the bar of the Folly Berger by 
or yeah, Mane, I think. Okay, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I can't yeah. Anyway, but you, but famously in that there there is a bottle of bass. Oh right. It's very okay. It's got a very distinctive red triangle. So obviously, you know, it was a thing that they would drink. You know, and it's not therefore outrageous to order it because it's in this painting and it is really there. And you would really have been able to order it at the bar there. And <laughs> so there's that. And there's this scene where there are like, I can't think who the artist is, but it's one of those sort of things Im- images you see in pubs, sort of like the dogs playing cards, the sort of anthropomorphic yes. sort of images, you know, yeah. sort of dogs playing pool, dogs playing cards. And That's one right. Playing, it comes out the back of a pub um, or you know, back, back of the theatre, I think it is, and he just and he disturbs this scene where there's all these dogs and they're playing cards. It used to be and the sort like, of poster that yeah. was sold in a shop that kids won't remember called yeah. Athena. You know, it's the same one you could buy a poster yeah. where there'd be a monkey on the toilet or a lady scratching her bum on the tennis courts. They'd, all, <laughs> they'd also have that picture of dogs like playing pool or playing cards or something. Yeah. There was actually so homages just, of a previous artist who did it. Yeah, but they yeah. were yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. So yeah, it's a really sort of you know that that in that world yeah you you know why wouldn't you come across that sort of scene so he's sort of you know he's shoehorning in but you know in such a realistic way that if you didn't know about it it wouldn't matter because it's yeah. just that that seems perfectly reasonable to have you know a gang of you know villainous looking dogs playing cards because they're all romans and uh, <laughs> yeah. you know that's sort all of, they're, they're on the lookout so yeah and there's a great sort cards. of british tradition of those paintings aren't there as well that sort of it's it's a very british feeling book to me this i mean a, in the same yeah. way that Black Sad, you know, is the French interpreting America, this is just full-on British tradition comics, you know, turned turned up to a sort of violent stake. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. No, I, I think so. Yeah, and it would be. I mean, I suppose it's ninety-six pages, so you know, it would be. I suppose you know, if you'd ever tried to serialize it, it would be hard because you, you know, even if it was in two thousand AD, you'd only have six pages a week. Yeah, but it might not have been in well in two thousand. You know, in the twenty tens, it would have been in full color. That would be okay, but you'd still need to have you know a, a cliffhanger every yeah, six you pages. Would. Yeah. Um, whereas actually, in this, you know, he can take his time, and there's you know, in some of the pages, you know you know, you get two or three or four pages where nobody speaks. It's just pure, you know, action uh going on and uh, and you know and you've got enough room in this for it to breathe yeah rather than having to have that sort of right hang on we need a, you know there's plenty of plenty of exposures plenty of things happening that you uh you know that, that would make it you know fit in well into 2000 AD but you know you can plot this at his own pace and yeah. have those um plot highs and lows where he wants um so yeah so it's better as a it very as a whole, it very much feels to novel. me like it was designed for the French belgian market you know there's it, yeah. and, and i understand it it does very well there uh and quite yeah. rightly so i can see them loving it yeah definitely it's, it's just yeah. that that beautiful album feel to it isn't it yeah 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 and i think you know and the sort of you know the the design and the sort of making it you know a beautiful object that you want to own you know in the in a world where you know people will pirate your comics you know to, you know about 20 minutes after they've come out um you know yeah. is, is the way that yeah. i think you have to go if you want people to still so, you know, even if you say, well, you buy it on Amazon, well, it's like, okay, but you're still buying a physical copy of my book, you know, which, which is what I want. You've got to make it look like a beautiful object. Yeah, People will think, oh, that, yeah. that looks lovely on my shelf. I want that on my shelf. Yeah, they are. They're, they're, they're nice sort of oversized, aren't they? Um, I don't know what I'd compare it to, I suppose. Um, yeah. quite tall. It's a bit they? like a sort of, a, yeah, maybe a bit sort of like a, be a bit taller than the sort of a classic sort of British annual that yeah. you get under the tree at Christmas. But it's sort of like, the, you know, the, the front cover is, um, so is certainly not on the first 
one um but by the second one it's sort of like an embossed cover so yeah. sort of, you know you can run your you know, run your hand over and it's sort of the first one has this almost like almost like a retro feel to it doesn't it it's almost like a victorian book you know it's got that sort of um dappled cover with the the, the yeah imprinted on it of, yeah yeah you could see if ga henty had written this or something you know you could yeah. sort of see it being a yeah, yeah. yeah that 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 would be fine you know it sort of fit on your victorian boys shelf novel yeah and we didn't i don't think we said it published by jonathan cape um which is part of yeah. Pen- penguin random house who now owns the whole of comics in the world <laughs> that's, that's the word on the street yeah that's yeah. apparently the rumor yeah Found, founded by herbert jonathan cape 100 years ago this year there you go huh? yeah interesting good stuff man that was a great choice really good i'm and you know what i love i love it when you guys are coming on because you say you're telling me to read stuff that i haven't read before but i've owned guiltily it was same with essex County. <laughs> i was saying oh, Eamon, oh i've had this for years i got bought it as a present i never got around to it and exactly yeah. the same with this one and i absolutely i loved it yeah it's really good yeah yeah it's it's it should be an evergreen tile it should be that sort of thing that should be in every waterstones you know in the window it's uh a christmas yeah, yeah i think it's really good yeah, I think yeah, pe- yeah. people people think it's going to be. I get the impression people think it's going to be, oh, steampunky, a bit dull. But it's not. It's like it is yeah. like reading Reservoir Dogs, but an anthropomorphic <laughs> yeah, one. Reservoir badges. Yeah, yeah just yeah. badges instead of yeah gangsters. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Right, you are. You continue to over to you, dude. But you continue to be the busiest man in uh, comics blogging. I've uh, I've been uh, always enjoy reading your your posts that go live. Is it about seven o'clock in the morning? Something like that, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I, I normally haul myself out of the bed at about twenty past six uh, and, and get downstairs and uh, you know fire, fire up the computer and yeah, about about seven o'clock, uh, get on uh, two things. So normally one is you know whatever the post of the day is. Yeah. Um, so I think so this week, um, and, and and but I also so I'll come back to that. Uh, but I also then do a on this day in history. Oh uh, yeah, well, so you've been doing that. Is, yeah, yeah. Which is a sort of a, it's just. I mean, as much as, you know, people will hate Facebook, you know, one of the things about it is that it can sort of, you know, it's really good for grouping together all your thoughts. So I can say here, you know, it's a place we can go to go, you know, that that's a group of posts about a subject I like. Whereas I'm aware if I try and promote something on Twitter, you know, it disappears into the Twitter maelstrom of just yeah, like there's a billion tweets. Yeah. So it, it's at the top of everybody's feed for 10 seconds. And then, you know, it's about next time you look it's about number 400 and then you look again it's about number yeah 4, dan, so dan just, tells know. me dan's very knowledgeable about this stuff yeah. and he says a tweet has like a 10 to 15 minute life and it's done yeah but yours um yours come up as notifications on facebook for me because you've got your own page haven't you, you got boys adventure page. So, so so yeah so so i have it so there's a group yeah um that, that i have on facebook so i so i put in there always so now i've started doing this sort of on this day in history on the blog so that's that's five posts so the 2021 post on this day, 2020, 2019, 2018, 2017. Nice. And when we get to September, we'll have all the, the 2016 posts will start arriving uh, right, as well. Good. So, yeah. You know, uh, so, so uh, yeah, I just, it's, it's occurred to me, I was just trying to deal with the how to, yeah, get over that idea that, yeah, tweet has about a 10-minute lifespan. So yeah. the only way you get over it is by, is by tweeting lots of things, you know, which people do, which is fine. But actually, you know, after about seven o'clock, I feel, you know, I've got to be at my desk you know, doing stuff. So I put up, you know, here are five posts from the last five years and, you know, there are whatever has happened. Um, but then there's always a post of the day. So this week, uh, I think we've had, um, so today, Thursday, so we had the, there's a Dutch auction house, Katawiki. Oh, yeah, uh, I saw you put this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
And they're always auctioning off. They have a weekly auction of international comic art. Uh, so I always go through that and pick out the British comic There's some modesty blazers there. in there on there. Is that right this week? So, yeah. Yeah, so, a bit of, so it's usually a bit of Modesty Blaze. Uh, I think there's uh, some, yeah, some Romero uh, uh, art for that. Uh, yeah. There's always like uh, Robot Archie, if you like Robot oh, Archie. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I saw some Robot Archie pages at the Mart, one of the ones we're at, I think. Right. And yeah. I was very yeah, tempted. I, there's, there's, I imagine there's a, lot of, there's a lot of Robot Archie pages that exist. It's very popular <laughs> for a very long time. Um, and, you know, and there's some other things in, in there as well, but they do it every week, so that's... That's quite a good source of material. Uh, what else we had this week? Um, we had some Mike Weston. Oh yeah, we had um, some. Uh, you had so, some watercolor stuff, didn't you? Yeah, so he's sort of you know real you know to me you know he's the real king of black and white British comics. So things like uh, Darkies Mob, yeah. the Sarge, you know, are these. I mean, that Darkies Mob is you know it's unbelievably violent. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. really, you know, really, uh, you know very gruesome you know there's a lot of people die every week in that you know in 70s battle that was battle i was going to say it's battle uh, was that um john wagner uh, as well yeah. was it yeah, yeah john wagner's right there. um uh so but you know but actually you know he did he did color artwork as well but he's most famous for sort of his, his black and white artwork um and uh yeah it's just you know when they come up uh, i guess you know in his later years maybe you know when he sort of dialed down the comics you know sort of for pleasure, you know, his watercolour paintings that he would do. I don't mean watercolours in the sort of a slightly soppy sort of view of a lake. You know, these are sort of, you know, these are, you know, these are good. Uh, Lake, these, lakes you know, are relevant. Like, you know, yeah, uh, paintings yeah. of, you know, yeah. people or characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and, yeah, and, I, and his, his son, Peter Weston, doesn't live very far away from me. Okay. Uh, so I've met him a few times and we've sort of, he... And probably, I mean, maybe since he retired, he's been getting into more and I'm trying to understand more about what his dad did in the world of comics. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. Because, he, I mean, he was, uh, Peter it, uh, was an animator, uh, 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 worked in it. So, you know, sort of, you know, in a similar, you know, sort of complementary yeah. field, if you yeah. like. Um, but, Jason but, but not it? a comics yeah. artist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and is, uh, you know, award winning in his, in his own right. Uh, but yeah, he's trying to sort of, I mean, he has all these lovely sort of um, birthday cards and things that, that his dad gave him, you know, every year, you know, for years and years, you know, uh, you know, which feature, you know, sometimes you have characters that he was famous for, sort of, you know, here's, here's Joe Darkey wishing you, uh, you know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> probably not Joe Darkey, <laughs> you know, here's the Sarge wishing you a happy, yeah, happy 42nd birthday or something, you know, so he's, um, so yeah, so he's getting into comics, you know, sort of, um, you know, late in life, but as a sort of, you know, to, to find out, you know, what, what his dad did and he has his diaries and things. So, um, so yeah, you know, just whenever it's one of those things where whenever something comes up on eBay, I just sort of add it onto the list of things that I've seen yeah. so that, you know, there's a, you know, it's a sort of a permanent record. Um, so yeah, so we've had that this week. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow might be dolphin comic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. We, we, What's we, that? Which is not yeah. a comic about dolphin, Tony. I right, that's say. a shame. I, I know I've had yeah. horse comic, you know, or whatever it was called. I, I did do a piece <laughs> on, did, you know, yeah. we, we talked about uh, horses or ponies, but no, do, dolphin comic is, yeah, it's a sort of late, very late 1950s uh, sort of comic that seems to be produced for like, regional department stores you know before oh, right. it was a, a marks and spencers or a john lewis in every town you know yeah. there was an independent department store in your town you know the, yeah. you know um and, and there is and they are a dying breed but they still exist a little bit uh anyway but they, they somehow they seem to have somehow they've 
produced a sort of their own comic and then it must be a sort of a if you wanted you know a thousand copies you could write to you know the publisher and they would send you and you could sort of literally stamp your name as a sort oh, of well. uh, a department store on it and then it would sort of look a bit like it was your comic um, yeah yeah and i guess you know it would come out once a month so it's all you know you're in encouraging kids to come back and maybe you know you sort of got one free with every purchase or something so anyone of note in that uh, you know, who's is any sort of interest yeah in yeah for, uh for sure so uh ron ron embleton oh wow okay um, uh is in there and you'll see on the post tomorrow um it's art which is uh, credited to uh to don lawrence oh wow um, Bloody hell. so i mean to me i mean it looks i mean it doesn't really look like don lawrence but i've been told that as a chap rob van barvel who put together a lot of the um those very expensive sort of don lawrence collections right sort of they go for about 70 quid a pop not not the sort of trigon empire ones that the rebellion are doing but sort of the previous okay set that came out um he he, he did that and i, and I think he's all ran the, the don lawrence fan club in in, the, in um, holland or something as well right, so okay um so but you know there must be a lot of them uh because they seem to be like i say coming out about monthly uh, and they said there was somebody, um, Phil Comics, who are sort of a comics auction site, had yes. a set recently. And I thought, I, I, I don't know who they are. I, I know that. I didn't recognize his comic at all, but I recognized that Ron Embleton's art was in it of Roman soldiers, which, you know, which yeah. he famously illustrates lots of stuff about Roman soldiers for Adrian's Wall. Yeah. Um, uh, and, you know, they had a, a, a bunch of them, and they, um, I can't remember, maybe, maybe a dozen issues, and went for 100 quid. Oh, wow. uh, there's a couple of there's a couple of copies on Abe books for forty quid, you know. So you know, so they you know they're quite pricey yeah, for yeah. individuals, or uh, but I think they're probably very poorly recorded. I mean, if you tried to collect a whole set now, you know, you'd be, you know, be pissing in the wind. You know, you'll never do it. But um, I think <laughs> they have, um, yeah. But they're big name artists who were you know contribute maybe you know towards the sort of at the start of of their career. So. Yeah, it's one of those things for when I when I retire in about twenty years' time, I think oh, I could really have a day at the British Library looking this. Yeah, of stuff definitely. Really yeah, nice. that's amazing. That's what I'm going to do. So. And the other thing I uh, saw so you yes, did is you were listening to you were listening to as I was to Mega City podcast and um, Jim Bakey. You found some Christmas cards, which I saw you posted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so Jim Bakey. So I uh, he did a little bit of work for the New Eagle uh, Blood Fang, which is like the sort. Not quite as scary as Satanas in okay. 2018, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of, you know, sort of crazy, crazy try um, uh, T Rex stories. Hard, hard to write a script for, but quite, <laughs> you know, uh, quite easy to write a script for. Quite hard to illustrate. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so so I listened to the um, like I say, uh, uh podcast and just talk about that, and I just thought, oh, I'm just going to go and do eBay and just see what you know, what can you find from Jim Bakey? And there were some sort of ads, sort of 70s ads for um, like. Uh, rock albums uh, okay. and, and like I say this collection of postcards that, and uh, Christmas cards that he illustrated um, that I was just like uh, th- those are really nice those are really fun there's one of like Santa Claus falling over and just like the the, the, the dynamism within that character just a whoa, 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 yeah. you know he's just about <laughs> to fall over he's tripped on his beard while carrying a glass of wine or something it's just it's so you look at it and think, yes, that's exactly how you trip over your beard and fall over. Of course it is. You know, what, why would it look any different? You know, it just wouldn't. It just he's so perfect. good, isn't he? He's such a good artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's really good. So yeah, I just you know, it's not it's not quite the same as and Birmingham came running. You know, but but it but it's pretty fun. Cool. So <laughs> nice. Any, anything else you can tease that's coming up in the future? 
Um, I'm, I'm not very far ahead at the moment. Obviously, slightly distracted by reading uh, five Granville books. <laughs> yeah, this five six hundred uh, pages of comics this week. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, um, uh, and um, but there's definitely things uh, I always try to keep a, a like a crib list of things I think right. I could do. I could do something about that. I could do something about that. Something about that. Um, oh, actually, uh, uh, John Hick- Hicklington. Oh, okay. Uh, Interesting. Hicklington. Uh, because you know he is, um, uh, we've covered him twice, I think, on the blog out of whatever it is. He's got quite a cult following, posts. isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and again, I didn't read him in 2018, so I didn't really know him. It was only when I came across a drawing he'd done of Pat Mills uh, in something that I thought, oh, that's a John Hickenden drawing of Pat Mills. Okay. Um, and then I found some of the things out there. I thought, oh, they're a bit unusual, right? You know, I just again, it's about. Saving these images and things for posterity. So, yeah, agreed, you know, man. Yeah, you, yeah, totally. You you know look at it afterwards. You know you you know you just tag everything, can't you? So then if you want to look up John Hicklington, you can just oh there we go. Yeah, search it up. Yeah, uh, that's uh, what we need. The old corporate memory will fade, but these things are unfortunately yeah. will, will remind us. Yeah, yeah, totally, man. Yeah, yeah. I agree totally. Um, yeah. So yes, yeah, so we've been doing that. We're trying to do some reviews, uh, some honest reviews, Good man. Uh, for. Um, for Aaron, for uh, buy small press. He's just texted me, actually. Um, funny enough, yeah, I've just had right. a text from him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I accused him of sending um, me something. He's denying it as well. <laughs> I'll get to the bottom of this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so yeah, um, and it, it was uh, what did I review from last? Uh, New York City Gallows. Oh yeah, New York Gallows. Yeah, the, did you do the second issue? Um, did you? Uh, no, I did the I did the first issue actually. Okay. Um, and. I yeah you know and there were things about it that I liked and there were things that I thought could have been done better. Same, that's how and I felt about it. Man. I, I did a review on that as well. Yeah, I feel the same. Okay. I think it's a worthy try. I think there's a little bit of um, reminding me a bit of books like Powers or something like that. Even Oming, okay. that sort of style. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's a worthy try, isn't it? And I know the second one's about to come out. I think. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and there were some things. That, so I so I put it out there, and I, and so Aaron put it up, uh, and you know, and they came back with a. You know, thank you for you know, thank you for pointing that out. Thank you for flagging that up. You know, that's something we can take away and do something about. Good. I was like, oh, yeah, they might not have meant it, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but that's that's, that's what you need to be they, doing, man. I assume they did mean it because they went, no, all right, you know, they could have ignored it. Yeah, they were the same with me actually. Yeah, like, yeah and I've I've yeah. struck up. Um, you know, we speak every so often. In fact, they offered to run a um an ACP advert in issue two, which is very kind of them. Mm. So yeah, yeah, I think I think that's yeah. that's, that's a great idea. Good stuff, man. Yeah. So, where can we find your blog? Where can we find you? And where can we find your reviews? Uh, so, you can find me on Twitter at Richard and Sheaf. That's S H E A F. So, at Richard and Sheaf. And you can find me at uh, boysadventurecomics.blogspot.com, where I will be blogging every day for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. You can't give it up now, can you? You can't. You literally can't now, can you? Yeah. Oh, okay. If I miss the day now, what 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 will happen? I do sort of think, or you know, you always. I mean, in lockdown, you think surely you've got, you know, I mean, it should be about three hundred posts ahead. You know, just, what have yeah. I done with my life? <laughs> I'm not three hundred posts ahead, but um, uh, no, at the moment, I'm about three posts ahead. But you know, I've always got a crib sheet of ideas. Where I think, oh, yeah, I should do that. I should do that. Yeah, I should good. do that. Yeah. And because when I do get far enough ahead on it, I find it quite relaxing. Yeah, quite, you know, I thought that, I thought the same. I thought. About 20 minutes ahead, I think, shit, this is not fun. I'm not finding this relaxing. I'm not enjoying this. <laughs> I did the same with lockdown. I thought I'll be, I'll be able to write all these scripts, you know, loads. Of, and I'm now behind on scripts as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I know, you, I know you feel, man. And uh, what's the what's the website for Aaron's thing that you can read your reviews at? 
Uh, I, th- I think he just calls it uh, buysmallpress.com. Good. Um, yeah. Which, which, which actually, as you know, somebody like me who uh, likes reading small press, um, you know, I find it a very useful resource to have. Not everybody, you know, but you know, I mean, you know, lots of creators in the same place yeah. so that I could go through and go, oh, I fancy one of those, one of those, one of those. Yeah. Rather than thinking. I must remember to go to that website. I must remember to go to that because actually I think I'm probably not going to remember to go to that website. You know, I've got to work really yeah, hard. Yeah, you've got to find people's somebody. websites, but there's a central point, isn't there? So it's a, it's basically, um, it's a, it's a storefront for a lot of small press comics, isn't it? Essentially. Yes. Yeah. 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 And it, and it's, and it has original art as well as small press on there. So, yeah. uh, so I think, so Russell Mark Olson usually has some art on there. Uh, I think your friend, uh, Gareth, um, Hopkins. Hopkins yeah. uh, has, has sold some art on there. Yes, yeah. You know, so, uh, yeah, so it's, you know, and, you know, that idea of, you know, being able to buy a bit of art, you know, is, you know, uh, that's always that, nice, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it is always nice. Uh, I bought any art recently. Um, I got, uh, oh, I got a, um, a Dan Cornwell page. I don't oh, know nice. Dan Cornwell page belongs. And eventually, and, you know, he said himself, Oh, I'm too late. You know, I, I'm set up a website. I just and he'd sort of say, just message me with what page you want, and he'd go, oh, there's a lot of pages, and what you know. <laughs> but eventually, he got. I think I think that was his Christmas project. Is he just went through and just took a load of photos and went right here? They all are. Yeah, I saw he stuck them up. Just, yeah, there's some great pages just, there as well. Yeah, yeah. And just pick one, and I just went through and went right. I'll have that one, please. And thank you very much. And he, he popped in the post, and um, I bought a. Um, you might like this. I bought a um, a six million dollar man. Uh, John Richardson page. Um, oh, uh, John Richardson. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's what the frame yeah. is at the moment. I'm going to stick that up in the office because I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a Bionic Man fan, and that came up yes. on eBay, and I thought, well, that's not too bad. It was only like thirty five quid or something. It's pretty good. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. John Richardson. He's got a very anyway, distinctive style, but I, I've got a sort of a, a brochure from his studio upstairs that sort of shows the. If you'd like us to draw in this sort of style, oh, really? we can draw in this sort okay. of style. Or if you'd like us to do in that sort of style, we can do it, you know. Uh, and then it sort of shows all the sort of work in all the sort of... And he did like stuff in like computer magazines and sort of corporate and stuff. Misty worked just, in, you know, didn't he, as well, and all this sort of thing. As, so as, as well as mainstream work, he's also he's illustrating stuff that's in, you know, like in the corporate space that you would just never see. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it's an interesting brochure. Uh, and, yeah. But uh, yeah, so who are the other sort of? Is this like the looking or something? It was a looking, yeah. It was a looking story, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Really oversized yeah. as well, drawn straight onto the board. Um, right. Yeah, it's a big old. Um, and then I bought some. I bought a badger and the other kind of badger. I bought another badger page where he has a drink with uh, Putin. That made me laugh. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, I bought. I bought a few things. Too many. Too many. Uh, Rich. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but but yeah, but, but Steve Simms talking about bad, bad, uh, battle badges. Yeah. yeah. I, I bought all the all Steve They're Sims great, battle badges recently. Oh my god! You know they are they are so good. You know, and just to sort of because I've read them all. So you know, you sent me. I think I ordered one to five because number six hadn't come out, right. and he sent me like a, a test print of number six, basically saying. Yes, is a test print. There were a few pages missing, but you know, because you bought with the others. Oh, uh, nice work! Yeah, like, yeah. That's that's very that's very nice. Uh, and I, yeah, I just just tore through them. You know, they are so good. And you know, the sort of reading them, you sort of thing. Oh, this is verse, This is issue one. And then this is issue six. And issue six is like twice as long. You know, the art has gone up. You know, so many notches. You know, it was pretty good to start with. You know, and now you know, and it's just you now he's like, oh, I'm happy with double page spreads. I've got a complicated plot yeah. going on. And I was like, wow, you know, this is... Why, why hasn't someone really like good. Boom or, you know, someone 
picks yeah. you up. I think he's I think he's one of those ones who'll go with it. You know, somebody will see it and go, well, why haven't we picked this up? <laughs> yeah. Then we'll be getting yeah, te- yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles crossovers and all sorts of things, won't we? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He must be too, because he does all the illustrations. I, I didn't realise. I didn't know who he was. I just heard him um, on, on Damien's podcast. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you do. I mean, I mean, I've got two kids and they're, and they're girls, so they haven't read the sort of um, Beast Quest oh, yeah. books. You know, but they are the sort of, you know, if you go into, you know, a kid's library, you know. He did that, some that's of them, didn't they, he? Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if he did all of them, but he's, uh, I saw I saw a sort of a second-hand one the other day just in a charity shop because I'd left the house and it was good. <laughs> uh, and I picked it up and it went, yeah, you know, illustrations by Steve Sims. I'm like, you know, you know, they're the, you know, there's a lot of them. They're sort of the, if you want, a, you know, you want a boy to read a book, you should give him one of these because it's about beasts and about questing and about fighting yeah. and war. You'll yeah. love it. And I think, oh, you could be selling them all a battle badges book as well because they would, you know, yeah, just, definitely, you know, just go berserk for it. You know, yeah, he's 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 uh, really got it down, hasn't he? Numbers. He's got a real a really pro line now. I think definitely, yeah, yeah. We had him on the ACP a couple of years ago, I think, and we we met him at I'm going to say True Believers. He's a sweet guy as well. He's good. He's a good dude. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. and it's been on my sort of list of I, I should do something. It's one of those sort of the classic advertising things where you have to be advertised that ten times before you actually do something about it. And uh, yeah listening to him on the podcast i was like right this is it i've been advertised that 10 times i've been told this is brilliant i've never seen it but i've been told it's brilliant by people i trust i'm just gonna i was like hang on press pause on the podcast go to etsy store buy comics you know (laughs) 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 press pause again carry on listening to interview and you know yeah i've done that before yeah Yeah, pause the interview so you can concentrate on putting your paypal fucking password in (laughs) and then go back to the podcast yeah yeah i've done that before i actually felt a bit bad because he he was on damien's podcast and uh him and damien had this really he's a very you know a, a really sort of craft heavy influence heavy interesting you know gently spoken conversation about his work and then the next episode was me and, Enough about Damien. yeah 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 and then the next one was <laughs> me and adam on it just swearing at each other for about half an hour yeah yeah that no, was really yeah. good man we we talked about your new patreon tony fun uh, enough we were uh, yes I'll thank you very much for mentioning that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've thank you mate yeah it's very kind of you it was a big a big day today it was the big uh the big moment today have you seen today's trip yet or uh i have yeah yeah no no i i caught up uh with because I signed up the other day, and I was and I knew I, I knew I was a bit behind because I was a bit you know late to the party. Um, but I can see that you sort of you put them all out as a yeah. As we go you know, along, each Friday you well. get a collection of all the pages yeah, so think, far on a PDF, which is, I think that's a really good idea. Because yeah. again, I'm doing one of those things you might sort of just look at quickly in the morning because you're sort of doing your overnight emails or whatever. And go okay, that, that's what's happened without thinking. Yeah. But what happened in the panel before it? You know, whereas actually on a Friday catch up, um, you can sort of yeah, it's good uh, work really well. But yeah. I, I don't really know um, uh, his art style. I haven't read anything else. He's great. But, yeah, he's um, really good. He does um, every yeah. Sunday. You get a video from him where he just basically talks through his craft and how he draws stuff, okay. and they're really good. Not normally, he's talking, talking about it, talking about it. Then he just sort of says something ridiculous about me, and then he continues talking, which always makes me laugh, <laughs> just to sort of wind me up. But he did. I was, yeah. I was sat. I was crying today because he's he did one for Sunday, and he said he messaged me. Um, four piece saying oh, i've done an hour's worth of video for sunday i'm really pleased with it and i was thinking oh brilliant i love i love just having them on in the background when i'm working you know yeah. and um and then he, he messaged me saying and i tried to play it and the audio wouldn't play and it turns out because we have to upload them onto youtube so we can cut and place the link into patreon it's a bit complicated um yeah. but because it had music playing in the background of course youtube spotted it and cut out all the audio oh, so he's gonna have to no. go back and talk over the video 
to right. get oh, like, oh for an hour you know but there you go oh no, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I know. yeah no i just i just thought you know that this looked fantastic you know when you put it up as you know george mayhem i thought that looks fantastic i'll, I'll have some of that so yeah, no it's good thanks yeah, man yeah, no, no, right, yeah. funny enough i sent the script off for the next project that's going to be going live on the uh, on the patreon um by the end of may so that's that's uh yeah. that's in the works as well but thanks for mentioning that's uh, uh patreon.com forward slash tribute press Great stuff, man. Did you want to just give us your um, website again, your blog address again, before we say goodbye? Uh, yeah, it's uh, www.boysadventurecomics.blogspot.com, where I will be blogging until the end of it. <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks, man. <laughs> All right. See you later, Tony. Look, I, I, told, I told Brother Esmond not to... He, he just went out there and he did it. I told him not to piss off the federal agents. Now they're shooting at it. Oh, hi. Uh, welcome to the Cult of Q. Um, I just wanted to say thank you for your membership. It has been gratefully enjoyed. And um, we have been gratefully enjoying your money and um, having an awful lot of sex. Yes, we do. Um, sex at the Cult of Q. And... Um, yeah, just ignore the noise outside. Everything's fine. Everything's okay here. Um, please don't forget to send cash or check to, uh, uh, to the P.O. box below. Thank you. Mm-hmm.